Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. You should be able to hear the magnetic resonance. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. And I am your other host, Susan Fox. And with us today are Xander Genere and Bonnie Gordon. The Library Bards! Yay! Over, he's dressed in cosplay. And his mask, it causes silence. He hates it, but he can't say. And I see, it can't be. It's another Harley. Black and red, black and red. She's exposing with their swords and their bombs and hammers. Where did the name Library Bards come from? 
we knew that it wanted we wanted to do something with the word bard uh, because not only do we play bards like in LARPing and and in Dungeons and Dragons, but also Bonnie was the bard of Everrealm, and it kind of fit into like the shtick that we wanted to go with. Mm-hmm. And so we we actually had a whole list of uh, names that kind of rhymed with bard that we would kind of swap out. So our first album was actually one of the the suggestions that we had had. We were going to na- be named Bardcore, but yeah. then we were like, ah, that's more of an album name than a right. band name. And a few right. others, which are going to end up as album names too. But uh, one of the, the one that we really liked was Library Cards, but it's Library Bards. Mm-hmm. And, because our, and because our music is uh-huh. so nerdy, especially since we, we write songs about, you know, Potter and stuff that's actually, you know, mm-hmm. things that you could walk through a library and find things on everything we're singing about. Uh, we just felt it, it, you know, it fit within the whole nerd uh, description. Right. So, yeah, and it, it kind of stuck. And we've had, a, like, a few people say, like, oh, this this name might be too complicated or people don't really get it. but Or they don't think you're a comedy band. They just think that you're some kind of weirdo. <laughs> or that you work at a library. <laughs> yeah, they, everyone think we're a library program. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, which, until I mean, they see the picture. Yeah, now it is. We perform at libraries now, yeah. which is kind of neat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, until they see the pictures, you know, and then it, yeah, and exactly, yeah. all doubt is erased. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but no we we've we stuck to our guns and and we've been really happy with it. Mhm. So have you had a lot of people trying to give you uh give you advice and 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 like not understanding what you're doing and and uh Now know, that sounds like parents. <laughs> Don't even get me started. No. no. Uh um, but yeah, we've had people yeah. that like a lot of the times if they're giving us advice, there's some nugget that we can take from it. But uh, we also get a lot of people who have parodies that they've written and they will just give to us and be like, you can have this if you want it. So one of the ideas that we had had was making like a whole like fan album uh, where we actually go through and produce and, and, and do some of the parodies record. that fans have sent us. Yeah, you got you to tread carefully with that because they, exactly. then they'll want you to pay them. Exactly. So if that's we why we did haven't it done a any separate album. It would be like a charity thing. We or, do like it for charity or do something. Or we wouldn't similar. charge for it or something like that. Or there has we to be, really there has to be some kind of a re- there, there has, has to, be, to be a contract. Yeah, you know, some kind of a release yeah. that uh, you know you can give this to us, but you're relinquishing all rights. Yeah. Right. Or they'll a lot of them. A lot of times they'll send us a parody idea, and, we're, and we'll both just go, "Ooh," because either we're already writing a song about that topic with mm-hmm. a different song, or. It's something that we know would not sound good with our voice or, you know, like it's you know, like we've gotten suggestions of like, you know, crazy heavy metal. And we're just like, uh, uh or like a rap song. We're like, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, not, very, right. we're not the best rappers. So, you know, th- those will definitely have to like pass on to someone else. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole it's a whole separate uh, whole separate genre. Oh, I you mean, couldn't do you couldn't do I am I am Iron Man about Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> that's like uh, low hanging fruit. <laughs> we actually just had uh, we just wrote a song uh, that has Iron Man and Spider Man in it. It's one of our Stan Lee ones. So and it oh, has cool. the I am Iron Man as the th- as one of the theme songs. Yeah, it's like yeah. Dun, 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 like with within the song, like within the track, like yeah, just to kind of like but Easter egg it. Uh, going on the flip side of that too, we were uh, exposed to and now have become a part of this wonderful community called the Fump. Which is the funny oh, yes. music project, funny and I believe you guys project. play uh, some of the Fump artists on Krypton Radio. Yes, we, we love yes, the we Fump. Do. Yeah, uh, it's just a collaboration of funny music uh, musicians and a lots, lots of like geek core and nerd core uh, rappers, and, and a lot of it's linked to the Doctor Demento show. Like just ev- everything about this community, mm-hmm. they've been amazing. They've been so welcoming. Um, we we've now been going to Fump Fest. We'll be going for the. Th- third year in a row next year mm-hmm. uh and it, we've just enjoyed this community so much and and we're uh so happy to be a part of it now to be like a welcoming part of the family yeah so if if uh people are interested they can check out the fump.com and it's mm-hmm. constantly new music is popping up from the artists that are that mm-hmm. are a member i think they actually have their own radio stream as well oh, oh yeah okay yeah i think they do uh, they're the only other. Uh, they're the only other geek culture radio station on the internet right now. Oh, I'm well, feeling threatened. To advertise for a different company. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, hey. that's okay. That's well, they, okay because we I get, don't a, we see, though, they do get a lot of their stuff. Only on comedy, not uh-huh. really. Like you, I know you guys are like strictly like geek right. niche. 
they mm-hmm. focus more like on con- like they'll you know have songs about spaghetti you know yeah, so <laughs> I right, don't know if right. you guys play that or not but yeah, no well no, no. We, more... we focus mainly on uh, geek culture and science fiction exactly. and fantasy and gaming and that kind of thing so Fump yep. is just it covers some of that it's but a it's Venn more... diagram yeah it's exactly, a Venn diagram exactly. and there's there's some overlap but they're not and here's and here's what uh, Xander and I's motto motto that we always um, say in every interview every panel. Because especially in this in this um, industry, it, it this is how it has to be. But we always like to say the the high tides rise all ships, and uh, we're a big believer that you know, like just every, the whole community, the whole community should just support everything and just like their success is your success, our success right. is their success. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like everyone just. Uh, yeah, because well, I mean, the reason that I brought it up is because a lot of those people that are part of the FUMP have been doing this for a lot longer than we have. Oh yeah, and like so they've 40 been invaluable, years. like offering oh, yeah. advice and 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 everything. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the it's one of the core sayings that we have here at, at Krypton Radio. Um, yeah. A, mm-hmm. Apart apart from keep moving forward, which is. <laughs> Which that was is from uh, the Meet the Robinsons. Yeah, Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> but uh, the other one is we all rise together. Yeah, yep. and, and yeah. That's, exactly. You know the whole point We're of the radio station. That. Yeah, well, that needs to be an anthem. Us too. Big big anthem song. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in. We're working on it yeah. right now. <laughs> awesome. With like crowds of people waving their hands. We all rise together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I can definitely see a you know. Um. Uh, it's like a, a pep- Beatles "Let It Be" style oh, music sure. video. I was thinking like, more like Coca-Cola yeah. together. We are the world. <laughs> yeah. We are the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Yet we all rise together with uh, people from Comic Con lip syncing the words, you know, in costume yeah, yeah. and doing yeah. that. And did you your see? Music. Did you see the co- the the Cartoon Network's release of the um, song from Steven Universe? Which one? Um, uh, stronger than you, and it had to have been shot just last week at uh, uh, Comic Con. No, I haven't oh. seen it. I, I would, I recommend you looking that up. It's I will uh, look yeah. that on up. the YouTube channel that the uh, that the Cartoon Network actually owns. And uh, oh, nice! There, there's you know cosplayers in the audience, and the cues from the cosplayers and the signs they had up. I know it had to have been this Comic Con. Oh, okay. Because yeah, because I'm a huge Steven Universe fan. And yeah, so well, it I'll had, have to look it had like the. You're going to laugh at me. Um, uh, Lars's um, purple cake roll. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm going, yeah. well, that was only two months ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was oh, no way funny. it could have been earlier. It could have right. been earlier. So it, yeah, that sounds like I'm a great so behind idea. on on things uh, with after Comic Con. Like I was like, oh, did you see this? That, that I'm like Comic Con. Like I still still haven't fully recovered yet from it. Yeah. So. I haven't unpacked. Uh, yeah, no, us either. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was. <laughs> we were on two pan. I was on two panels, and uh, yeah, Comic Con was. It, it, it's always an amazing experience, but every year it just uh, it gets less amazing and more tiresome. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, because you can't well, especially move. Especially being move. in the industry, you know. Yeah, yeah we yeah. feel like you're I, just jumping from event to event to panel to panel, and you're just like, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, uh, like walking on the convention floor. I have never been rear-ended as a pedestrian before, mm-hmm. and I oh. was rear-ended three times. Wow. <laughs> on, on the exhibit floor because I just stopped suddenly, you know, you're uh-huh. shuffling along. You're not moving fast. Right. And then you stop suddenly because you're trying to get your bearings and then suddenly, bam, somebody yeah. runs into you from behind. Yeah. The like, what the, what the heck? So what crowded. is this? <laughs> you know, I, I, we met you in person at Whedon Con uh, this yeah. last, uh, what was it, May? Yeah, it's all a blur. Con season just turns into like three or four months of this blur of blurring mm. things. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's nonstop. Oh my! But we've God. seen, but we we've seen you in many other things. We've mm-hmm. seen you in Dungeon Master. Oh Woo! yeah, we've seen you in the um oh now it's just the the reality TV with the paladins. The quest. The quest. Yeah, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, that was great, and um, you have been known to. Sh- What's the 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 uh, the LARPing stage show? That was Dungeon, Dungeon Master. Master. Oh, that was yeah, Dungeon yeah. Master. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. We did a show yes. on that. <laughs> yeah, we just wrapped on uh, the season for Dungeon Master. They had the the final episode, and so 
Uh, we kind of it's in like a huge warehouse in downtown Los Angeles, so it gets pretty hot in the summer. Mm-hmm. So we normally take the summers off, but uh, us as the cast members, we play um, like members of of uh, an adventure that we invite the audience to go on. So the audience members come in costume, and we invite six of them to come up on stage and go on the adventure, and we play the NPCs. <laughs> and, that, and the creativity in that show is just amazing. I mean, it's like uh, uh, it's like watching a budget a bargain a basement version of the Muppet Show. Yeah, oh yeah, because we do full costumes, full makeup, uh, props, stage uh-huh. pieces, everything, and actually sometimes puppets. Oh yeah, yeah, and actually sometimes puppets. yeah, and and they're made out of you know the the props and puppets and this kind of thing are made out of. Whatever comes to hand. It's, yeah. it's, Sound it's not, materials, I think we yeah, say kindly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And it's uh and it's it's like little bits of nothing. And it yeah. still turns into these amazing characters and these amazing performances. And there's some real acting going on in there, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to. You have to. We you have can't them rely. All <laughs> yeah, you can't rely on the 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 costumes and and uh, and and props and things to sell it. It has to be. It all has to come from the performances. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that, that you've had a good time and that you have that experience with it, too, because we have a blast doing it. And it's been running in Los Angeles for about 15 years. I didn't realize it had been running that long. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anybody is in the area, they can check out the-dungeonmaster.com, and that has the, the info for it. Yeah, the only the only problem that we have is that it tends to be on a school night. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, true. It's well, like Sunday yeah, nights. It's on a Sunday. Sundays, yeah. And Sunday nights, and you end up staying late on a Sunday. You so know, if sure. you're gonna, f- it's if- usually over by nine thirty at the latest. Though. Yeah, but then you're downtown. True. Yeah, yeah but then yeah. you're downtown when it's over. And then yeah, you but, have to drive back to wherever you came from. Yeah, but it's downtown yeah. at 9.30 on a Sunday, not 9.30 on Monday morning or something, which would be a different proposition <laughs> altogether. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been together as a singing duo? Well, um, it's funny that you, that you had mentioned uh, it before because we actually met LARPing, mm-hmm. and so mm. we were and we had done uh, Dungeon Master and the sister show for it, um, Adventure, which is like the sci-fi mm. version mm-hmm. of it. Uh, and we had seen each other perform, and we performed together. And um, and I was like, I have to be friends with this person. I know it was the same way. It was, <laughs> it was like we need to work t- on something together. And now we're now we're regretting every decision no. we've ever made. No, uh, but, come on, you're, like, you're we, like the geek actually, Portlandia. Come on, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you need a, a log on line. It. There you are. So uh, Xander and I were both getting asked to go to these comic cons and uh, pop culture events as panelists to mm-hmm. talk about our sh- the shows that we were on. And then we also both do voiceovers for, you know, anime and, and video games and whatnot. So we are guesting for that. Uh, but we knew that the reality show thing wasn't sustainable. So we wanted to create a, a project and, and work on something t- together mm-hmm. where we could keep going to these conventions, maybe offer something new. Uh, and then um, just we wanted to do something that we could call our own that wasn't like owned by a network or something else. Yeah. Right. We wanted to create something that was our own project. Well, and that's the great thing about it, because uh, you both have so much creative energy. And I've been seeing the we've had some of the, the music videos that you've done as videos of the day on the Krypton Radio website. And uh, yeah, of course, I appreciate that. And of course, we play all your music. And I mean, you, <laughs> we got we got you gave us the uh, your first album, your first CD. Yeah. Uh, uh, at Con, and I just ripped the entire album and dumped it, the whole thing into the playlist. So every, oh, yeah, excellent. every single cut is played on Krypton Radio now. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. And we love Krypton Radio. So, you know. Yeah. You. Uh, so the, I think the original question is how long have we been doing it? The answer is yeah. we're coming up on three years. Yep. Now. Yep. Uh, definitely. We, we started doing the library bards at like conventions in 2015. Mm-hmm. So this is our second year of, of wait, the con the, well, season. technically like the third year of doing the con season because we did. Right. We started in 2015. Yeah, I, I think, think this this August it'll be three years. Whoa. Which is coming up. Time has flown by. Oof. Time flies like an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> and we're working on, uh, we have a whole bunch of new songs we're working on. Mm-hmm. And hopefully next year we'll have a whole new album and woohoo. And, yeah. and fruit flies like a banana. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. 
Dumb the, dad jokes. So you've got a new album in the works. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very much in the works. Yeah, we have about four or five new songs already written. Right. And we just got to get into the studio to record them. And we're, we're about to... Uh, we have a list of other songs that we need to write. We're about to go into crazy writing mode. Yeah, it, it, we figured out this kind of cycle where, like, you have con season and then you have, like, con application season where we're, mm-hmm. to, we're in the middle of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we write and we brainstorm ideas for music videos and then we kind of have to spread that out throughout the year. Because uh, we've been super fortunate by being funded by our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash library bards. <laughs> Actually, okay. shout out to our patrons yeah. because they're uh-huh. the reasons we're able to continue making music videos and albums and pretty much the reason why we're still doing this. Yeah. Let's, let's have that Patreon address again. Patreon.com slash library bards. There you go. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go sign uh, up for that. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. Krypton Radio has one as well. That's the only reason we're still around. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're, it's it's we're, a great thing. We we're really happy with Patreon. It's a wonderful platform. Um, so, but yeah, so we've been uh, working on that, and we have a couple other projects in the work that we can't talk about. But true. hopefully next next year you'll see a lot more of us. We'll put it that way. Yeah, and the reason that that. Uh, this is the the thing that drives fans crazy, you know. Oh, we can't talk about it. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's our that's life. Start, then don't mention it. Yeah, well, yeah, Rikies. but yeah, but the point of it is that the reason that you can't is because you have no idea if the whole thing's actually going to gel. Well, there's that. <laughs> you know. Well, not yeah, only that, but you know, we, we sign contracts keeping you know, like we both mm-hmm. also, you know, do voiceovers to where I'll mm-hmm. record a voiceover for a video game and won't be able to talk about it for a year. Right. You know, oh, yeah. like, until the game comes out. So mm-hmm. we're used to not being able to talk about anything. Yeah. We, we were just, we had just done an interview with someone who in that situation, he was the Sphero toy Spider-Man voice. And he oh, was, nice. he'd spent about a year with his friends, not being able to talk about it. We were like, not we like broke to, it. Andrew, we broke it to the world. What was it? Andrew, Bates. Andrew Bates. And he, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and he, he was, sounds just like the boy in uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Tom Holland is such he a good movie. He was so fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he sounds just like Tom Holland. That's and, crazy. Uh, wow. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, he's, his project is an ongoing one because it's this. Uh, yeah. They're uh, going to have downloadable material to yeah, they're update constantly, your Spider-Man. Constantly updating <laughs> new content yeah. for mm-hmm. it. So this, the, the Sphero Spider-Man thing is like a voice actor's dream come true. He's going to be working on it for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the sure. thing is, he's, he had this secret identity for a year. Because sure. he could, you know, he that he couldn't talk NDA. about. Mm-hmm. So are, yeah, you, yeah, are, yeah. You, are you working on projects like that? Yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but I am Spider-Man. No. <laughs> I'm a new Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, right. you heard it Spider-Man is now a but soprano. Yeah, I know Sony and Marvel are coming yeah. after you. Mr. Marvel, please don't come after me. Actually, <laughs> speaking of Marvel, last week we uh, were lucky enough to sing at Stanley's uh, celebration bash, bash that they put on. Yeah, I read uh, about Legion, that. Legion M and Nerds Like Us hosted a big birthday slash celebration of just Stan Lee and his life and his um, successes. And we wrote two new songs just for Stan Lee and got to sing for him. And it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I want to hear yeah. the songs. Do you, oh, have, yeah. do, do you have be on the new album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually. Uh, oh, I, yeah. And then. Well, t- this this probably won't go up in time, but tonight we're doing a live stream on Geek and Sundry, and we'll be singing one of the songs. So you you listening will miss it, but you on the other end of this microphone who are hearing <laughs> us right now, you can go and watch want. it if you want. You probably to. can, but buddy, buddy, sing the other one. Sing us the other one. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, the other one was uh, "Stand by Me," but mm. we changed the lyrics to "Stanley." Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a party song. Like you have the crowd coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everyone was singing Stan along. Lee. Stan, Stanley. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Oh. And uh, actually, Stanley was off to the side and was like, "Oh, I know the song. What is this?" And the gentleman next to him was like, uh, "Stan, this is the song Stand by Me, but they changed it to Stan Lee." And he goes, "Well, that's, that's clever." clever. And, <laughs> and then just walks like, away. <laughs> yeah, and then we're like, "Oh, that's going in our press kit." Yeah, Stanley oh, called us clever. Stanley called us clever. <laughs> 
He said it. We can quote him on it now. All right. You heard yeah, it here first. just clever. He's, uh, he's an amazing man. I mean, just... Really? Yeah. And he's 95? 95, yeah. And he's, well, he's, he's going to be 95 in December. Yeah. But this was like a, a celebration. Like, they celebrated mm-hmm. his birthday early. <laughs> well, just, I saw, well what it was was case. that morning his his hand pr- footprints had been in uh, right. the, the Chinese, Chinese theater. theater. It was yeah, the yeah. anniversary of his um, mm-hmm. career with Marvel. It was the the celebration of him getting his handprints with uh, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It was his birthday of being ninety five years, and sat, it was also going to be his wedding, his wedding anniversary, anniversary as well of seventy know. years. So but his sad wife passed about away Joan. Prior. Yeah, and we were <laughs> we weren't sure if it was still happening because it happened so close to the event, but the the event still went on, and he was like there and present and quick, and and it was great. He was in very good spirits, and you could tell he just wants to keep working and keep uh, his mind off of things. I well, think. what would Joan want? You know, she'd exactly. tell him to get off his butt and go back. To work. <laughs> exactly. When you're with, when you're with somebody for that long, uh, they become a part of you, and so I don't I don't think. Joan is ever going to leave him, really. Right, yeah. Yeah, but it is heartbreaking. Yeah, it yeah, was it is. horrible timing as well. Who's, we were just like, who's so writing this script? Unfortunate for him. <laughs> Whoever's writing this script, I, I want a word with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> truth is stranger than fiction because fiction is required to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So when you write your music, um, uh, a lot of it is based on pop tunes and stuff that other, you know, melodies that other people have written, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because it's parody. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but not all of it. But not all of it. Have you written, have you uh, worked on some of your own uh, uh, scratch built from the ground up music? Yeah. Um, one of the ones that, that is out there right now uh, was with a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Ivan Van Norman, and he wrote a children's book called The ABCs of RPGs. <laughs> and so he hired us to uh, do the sing-along to the book. So he essentially took the words from the book and, and uh, wrote mu- music to it and then uh, released it along with it. It's your typical children's song where it'll become an earworm and yeah, you'll never get it out of your head. Really catchy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm actually really proud of us. I was like, wow, we wrote a really catchy song. And then like, you know, 10 hours later, I'm like, I can't get this song out of my head. Yeah. And then I hate us for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it's a small earlier, world uh, after you, all. <laughs> no, don't sing any more of that. We'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. We won't. Same vein. Exactly. Um, uh, but no, you mentioned earlier about the quest. Uh, one of the, the songs that we had uh, performed early on that uh, was one that Bonnie had written on the show called "The Ballad of Everrealm." Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you uh, saw us before we had the full CD, uh, Bardcore, our EP, which was a limited like burned run, uh, has a recording of "The Ballad of Everrealm" as well. And I also wrote a song for Creo on the show. I wrote a song for Saransgar. Um, I. I I have actually quite a bit of original songs about actually probably about an album's worth and I've never recorded them so mm-hmm. that's probably something I should do. Yeah, but uh, so, moving yeah. forward with some of the again some of the projects that we can't talk about but there there is a lot of original music in the works and mm-hmm. so you can expect to see uh, a bunch of that probably sometime next year. <laughs> we, yeah, we have no timeline. It, yeah. it could be sooner. It could be in a couple of months. That's we have true. no idea. That's true. But as of right now, we're uh, we're working on. We have our hands in a lot of pots. Are we are we in a goes. kitchen? I don't know. Your fingers in pies. <laughs> Irons in the fire. Yeah, sure. Cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, artists on the easel. I don't know. Hands got, in a box. Oh boy. It's uh, it's kind of a risky thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's. Um, Doing uh, doing parody is one thing, but then stepping out on your own and writing original material that's a, that really shows uh, it really shows your strengths and weaknesses as a composer. For uh, sure, and and we've been really lucky with the uh, musical artists that we've worked with too to, to help develop our tracks and um, to ha- kind of flesh things out because because really with us. It's a little bit freeing to de- deviate from the parody uh, thing because, mm-hmm. you know, you have a set scru- structure and um, you have to follow all the, the rules of the original song mm-hmm. and try to cram jokes and lyrics into that that structure. Whereas the original songs, we, we're free to do whatever. I mean, we can create our own structure and, mm-hmm. and kind of mess around with it. So it's mm-hmm. been fun to kind of find that voice as well. 
So do you spend a lot of time uh, working out the hooks and uh, or do the do the hooks happen in your head and and then you build the songs around them or how does that work for you? Well, when it comes to the Library Bards uh, parody stuff, we have a long list of of fandoms that we want to cover and mm-hmm. and things that we're fans of as well that we we like to sing we want to sing about and then we'll have a list of songs that we either enjoy or that we know would be good for our vocal range or we'll be sometimes just driving in the car and a song will come on the radio and we'll both look at each other and be like, we need to do this song. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> you know, that's how a lot of it happens. No, I'm, um, I'm, I was So we have a actually. long list of songs mm-hmm. that we want to do. It's just a matter of uh, connecting the dots and finding um, uh, something that fits within Mm-hmm. The song because we've done it both ways where we're like oh this verse would look, work really well within this universe we just need to think of a hook and then the the other way around where we have the hook but we have to mm-hmm. flesh out what the verses are mm-hmm. yeah I, the i was actually referring to uh, the hook in the musical sense you know the mm-hmm. particular turn of of notes the particular uh uh tonal frequent uh, sequence you know yeah that like uh, in original like in our in our original melodies yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah 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 uh it's it's one of those things where, uh, you know, with me, this is how I work. I was going to say, we both have different ways of doing yeah, it. Yeah, Xander and I, our, our brains work a little differently. With me, when I write a song, this is so weird, I'll see, like, a music video for it first. I'll see a whole story played out. Uh, it's funny because she'll come to me and then, in the music video, this, this, this. And I'm like, we didn't even write the song yet. What are you talking like, about? But I already, know, I already know what's going to happen in the music uh-huh. video. But that's how I am with my original music, too. Like, I've I've written a few songs, even before we, you know, we've started Library Bar, just of random things that I've written down and I have like a whole story and like a whole music video planned out for it. Mm-hmm. And then the music will come mm-hmm. around that, which is very bizarre. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people work that way. No. No, I, I but, don't think um, a lot of people do No, but it's, it's really neat that you do this. I mean, yeah. because, because it shows that, uh, uh, I mean, if you, if you, if you are, uh, an audience, you know, if you're out in the audience and you're watching the both of you work, um, you do all of it. It's the music and the the acting, and the the uh, the performance in in video and and all of this other stuff. And it you just it, energize each other. So yeah, much. It, it, there's yeah. so much synergy going on, and it's 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 fascinating to to talk about that happening inside your head as contrasted to you know, I'm crazy. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a very connected synthesis way yeah. of uh, way of going about it. And I, I think just that's find how, that fascinating. That's why Xander and I work so well together. Is that we'll both have uh, different ways of approaching uh, mm-hmm. how to write a song, mm-hmm. but we'll both have the same vision at the end of it. Like we'll, we both know what we want, and our and our I guess the way we think is very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just get to the we get to the the conclusion of the yeah. song differently. Like yeah. I'll I'll visualize like the story of what it needs to be, and then Xander's very good at like coming up with like we need to hit this, this, and this, right. and we I'll have write to like it out like poetry type. Yeah, of thing, and right? he'll, he'll write it out like very. Um, he'll be like it needs to be from this point of view, and this, you know, like he'll be mm-hmm. doing it that way, and I'm kind of like all over the place, like just throwing paint on the wall, going we need it needs to have blue and yeah, purple, yeah. you know. <laughs> and then it's like hold on, we don't we have uh-huh. we don't know what we're painting Organize yet. It, yeah. <laughs> So we work really well together because uh, uh, we bring out what the other one needs, I feel. And yeah. I think that's that's how we work just with every creative project that we've uh, done. Yeah, and I think that we really lucked out with, with how we work together, too, because we're we're not exactly playing precious with the ideas that we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, we're both okay with saying, like, okay, that's good, but what if we did this? Or there's something right. there. Let's change that around. I can't tell you how many times I've uh, he's vetoed me. I know. Well, and, I mean, uh, we, it's back and forth. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like we we have a really good uh, work relationship where uh, I know I can say anything to him and vice versa mm-hmm. to where, you know, we're not going to hurt each other's feelings. We're like, no, this is what we need because we know we both mm-hmm. want the same thing. Right. So it's it's we're both like looking out for each other and be like, OK, this idea is not going to work, but. Why don't yeah. we approach it this way? And then we end up finding something that's like 
perfect right down the middle. And I feel like out here in Los Angeles, like that's a really rare thing to find or a rare like relationship to have with another creative person. Yeah, every especially in LA, like everyone has just so much going on that, you know, you 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 get all these big ideas and all these big projects and then every everything just falls through or people flake out or you lose a certain aspect of it and everyone just kind of gives up and it just happens so much out here in LA where, you know, projects, you know, these amazing ideas for these projects just don't go anywhere. And when Xander and I came up with library bards, that was my biggest fear. It was like, we have such a cool idea. And like, is it just going to go nowhere? Or after the first year of doing it, I was like, does he still want to do this with yeah. me? Will he still be my friend? <laughs> and, you know, now we're going on, you know, three years. We travel together. We live together. We work together. We're pretty much together all the time. Yet we still haven't had like a real fight that's had blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But, you know, it's a, it's an amazing uh, relationship. Like, I, I know that, uh, you know... And he, and he also has a really good sense of fashion, so he'll tell me oh when God. I look horrible. He'll be like, no, I won't let you wear that. Don't go outside. You look like a garbage human. <laughs> yeah, but garbage human. <laughs> uh, there's a, a story that we actually tell. Um, uh, we were in Las Vegas doing a show. And oh. <laughs> Yeah. The two of us were up, and it happens sometimes at some of the venues. Like they don't get, we don't like have monitors, or we can't really hear uh-huh. ourselves or like the the cues from the music very well because mm-hmm. everything's facing out towards the audience. And so we were doing a, sh- a song, and um, I think what it was is that the Bonnie started a little bit flat uh, because we couldn't hear the music. I'm not perfect. No, 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 no. And, and, like, well, no monitor speakers had that like on stage, and we'll yeah. kind of motion to each other. And for some reason, she wasn't getting my motions of like, you're a little bit under. So I like, thought he was just giving me a thumbs up. Yeah, like, hey, like, I'm like, cool, I'm little. so great. No, oh, God. <laughs> so eventually, like, in a break in the music, I, like, turned over to her and, like, kind of whispered. I was like, oh, you're flat. And then she just looked, like, completely devastated. It <laughs> <laughs> looks back at me and I was like, Aww. what? This, like, this is the relationship that we have. This shouldn't have been a big deal. And we were talking about it afterwards, and, and Bonnie's mom was actually in the audience, and she was like, what did you say to her? That yeah, she's... I, she looked so upset. And uh, it turns out she thought I leaned over to her in the middle of a song and said, you're fat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why on earth would he say this to me? He I knows how never. insecure. <laughs> Which is really funny. So now we, we tell that story all the time. Yeah. And, and anytime we get mad at each other, we'll just look at each other and go, you're, <laughs> you're fat. fat. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's one of the things about you, Bonnie. Uh, you have a face like a tune. I mean, I'm, like, I'm fat. No, 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 no. You're... <laughs> but you're an, you're an animated short subject. Yes. Oh, there we go. I like it. You're really animated. If you have never met Bonnie in person, uh, you you're in for a treat because absolutely everything she thinks just radiates outward from her in waves and you can read every tiny emotion on her face and it's like <laughs> can we it, play you poker are so with you? animated <laughs> so Xander I mean I, be, I feel yeah. like between the two of us like we get we get uh, whenever we do a show we get pictures back from you know photographers and like half of them is just us with these ridiculous faces yeah. that were just like Showing so much, I would say, I would call it emotion. I'm not sure. We're showing something. We're showing something. <laughs> we just get really into into our shows sometimes, or we just get really animated and excited about over things. I like to think that I'm uh, pretty animated yeah. uh, in my face. I like making funny faces. So most of the pictures I have, you know, like I'll have a regular smile, and then the next one I'll be like, okay, now you get weird quirky face. <laughs> Uh, speaking of of great faces, <laughs> I saw I saw a photo of that you posted earlier on Facebook today in Bajoran makeup. Oh, uh, yeah. yes! Tell us about that. So uh, I don't know how familiar you are with Geek and Sundry. Oh yeah, um, we know who they but are. It's- Oh, I'm sure. We, yeah, we yeah. Wish, well, most we most wish... people in the nerd community oh, yeah. do, but you'd be surprised when people go, what is that? Is it yeah. some kind of yeah. you know, no, we, restaurant? We wish they knew who we were. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I well. mean, maybe I can, maybe Xander and I can bridge the gap. Yeah, yeah we do, we do a lot of stuff with Geek and Sundry. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we've guested on a few of their shows before. And uh, most recently, they just came out with a new show on their Project Alpha uh, platform called Shield of Tomorrow, and it's mm-hmm. a Star Trek RPG show. Mm. And I am uh, playing Ensign Lark Sage, who is a Bajoran raised on Earth, who uh, takes the helm of the USS Sally Ride. It's an amazing show. Some it of really the is. like um, being a part of it is really like a dream come true. Everyone on it, there's not one weak character. Everyone has. It's it, you know we're basically 
role playing uh, within the Star Trek universe, and we're in full uniform. We're on a full set. I mean, it's yeah. It looks like a like Voyager. It's set. so incredible, and we're just sitting there, you know, playing this game. But we get so enthralled with the story, and everyone's like, uh, everyone's character is so strong and uh, different in their own right. And uh, the good news is, is that uh, Xander, I believe, will be guesting on it oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's on their list of, of possible guests for future episodes. Uh, but it like being a Trekkie and being able to be on the show, it's, it's like, what? Like, my what? mind is blown. Because I, I watch the show every week and, and it feels like Star Trek. But one of the things that I love about it is like the diversity of the cast. Because mm-hmm. uh, most of the cast are women. And then there's a non-binary person on the cast. And then there's Hector uh, and Eric. <laughs> but... But to see like sci-fi represented by by both non non-binary people but also women is just really refreshing. Yeah, it's amazing that the majority of the cast uh, is female, and yeah. that's very cool to me. That you know, usually when you think of you know uh, when you think of fandom, gaming in particular, especially sci-fi, yeah, it's very it's very male talk. dominated, yeah. and it's so cool that we have such a diverse cast and. Everyone, you can tell everyone's a true fan and, and, and is in it to really play and to get into character and to really uh, jump into the story. So so that's great. Wednesday nights on the Geek and Zandri Twitch channel um, mm-hmm. at 9, 9.30. 9.30. Mm-hmm. So 9.30, which time zone? Uh, Pacific. West Coast. Uh, Pacific, Pacific time. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, tuning into that. I actually, yeah. Well, yeah I, and if you link, if you have Amazon Prime, if you link your Twitch account uh, to your Amazon Prime account, I believe you have access to the videos on demand. For free. For free. So uh, well, that's one way Amazon to do it without, Prime. you know, yeah, uh, if, if, if uh, subscribing to the Alpha platform is not your cup of tea, that's one way to be able to watch it as well. But Alpha does have a lot of really great programming. Insane. They have Critical Role, which is the D&D-based uh, role-playing show. And no Dread fans and of that. Dread show is a lo- Yeah, a lot of fans of Critical Role and Dread and then um, – they have, they have so many different uh, pl- uh, new programming that's coming out, and it's uh, so I, I would say it's definitely worth looking into joining yeah. for sure. But uh, again, you can always use your Amazon Prime account and watch the videos on demand uh, that way as well. And there's we just finished episode four uh, two nights ago, so the next episode will be on Wednesday, next Wednesday, episode five. There's so much happening. Yeah. Every every episode ends with a cliffhanger, and we we're all so frustrated. We could go for another three hours if we were like, no. Yeah, yeah, it's because it's good. it's uh, it sounds like it's probably more play than work. Oh, oh really? Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm just. Are you, I have such a. Bl- I look forward to it. Like as soon as the episode's over, I'm like, okay, when can I come back? Can we do this tomorrow yeah. instead of next week? <laughs> I need to. Know, I need to know things. I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's wow. I mean, the idea of being able to just do this for a living, <laughs> right? You know, right? Exactly. We're, we're you know every the. The world is changing, I feel, to where, you know, the geek and nerd pulp culture is becoming so popular that, you know, years ago, no one could ever dream that they could actually make a living playing Dungeons and Dragons. And then yeah, you look at Critical true. Role and yeah. you see, like, they've figured it out yeah. and they, they are living they are living the nerd dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's such amazing to see that uh, so many people are embracing it and, you know, and younger generations are, like, looking at this you know what Dungeons and Dragons what's this and they're learning mm-hmm. it and they're enjoying it it's it's so it's so neat that all the stuff that was really uncool when we were growing up is now the coolest thing ever yeah and, well, but, I mean, but we're oh, adults I'm... now so now we can uh-huh. be like haha we're yeah. so hip yeah <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and and going off of that too, not just younger people discovering D anD D, but for older people that may have played D anD D in the past, but don't have time for it anymore, or you don't have a group where they currently live, uh, tuning into stuff like this really like scratches that itch to a certain extent. That's true too. Yeah, yeah. That's. I remember uh, watching Stranger Things in the very first episode when they're all playing Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, I already love the show. Yeah. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> I know, I right? Those little kids. Those little kids are me. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was definitely us too. I mean, it, yeah. Back in the when we were kids, uh, if you admitted to liking Star Trek or playing D and D, you found yourself uh, getting swirlies in the bathroom, yeah. or yeah. Uh, you know, upside down in the trash can, and you know, all exactly. sorts of horrible exactly. stuff. I got beat up frequently because of it. 
True. Uh, I mean, the the secret that I found out is you just eat your feelings, and then you're too big, and then they can't pick you up anymore. Ah. <laughs> well, that's one way. You can go too far with that. No, you have to be done. No, but then we learned from Spock how to deal with our emotions and exactly yeah 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 mr spock, spock was a huge role model he for got me. got us through school yep he? he sure did spock and data are my star trek crushes and then i was like do i just really like men who are emotionally unavailable <laughs> like, is, <laughs> is this a thing maybe i don't know i'm like why do i love spock and data so much they're like the the least emotional characters <laughs> of star trek well and at the but same time we won't go into my psychological mm-hmm. issues <laughs> and, the, and at the same time they're both the most vulnerable that's very because true. Because they they have no, absolutely no grounding in human emotion or how to deal with human emotions or human society. Well, absolutely Data, I mean, to help them, I would guide them on their quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Data yeah. can be programmed. No. <laughs> and yes, and you can. we're going to keep Come this PG, here, but man, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually really excited. We're doing a, a con in Hawaii in, uh, in August, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of the next-gen cast that's going to be there, including mm-hmm. Brent Spiner and, like, LeVar Burton, uh, and the the captain himself, Mr. Bill Shatner, will be there. Oh, Bill. We, wow. we call him Bill because we're, we're obviously on a first-name basis with him, but uh, <laughs> we're very excited that we're going to be at the same con with all of them, but, but as you know, actual guests and not just like waiting in line to see them. We're actually going to be like drinking Mai Tais with them going, well, yeah. hello there. Well, this is the vision that Bonnie has. Yeah, this is had. the vision that I have. I'm just going to be sitting there, you know, getting Bill, you know, a pina colada. I'm yeah. like, so, so Bill. But it's, it's also great because it's one of our favorite conventions. Not only is it in, in Hawaii. Right. That's a big, that's a big what's plus. The, what's yeah. the name of the convention? It's the Amazing Hawaii Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And that so it's part of the sense. series, the Amazing Comic Cons. And ah. so they did Amazing Las Vegas. And um, uh-huh. the, and they're doing um, Honolulu again. So it's AmazingHawaiiComicCon.com. It's so much fun. It's great. And um, Let's run away from uh, but yeah, Alan Tudyk will be there too. So, yeah. you know, I'll have to get him a Mai Tai. <laughs> oh, they just... Um, announced they were putting con man on one of the channels what was a- amazon. It? Was it amazon yeah, Am- yeah. yeah. Amazon yeah, Plus. yeah. i'm really excited about that uh uh it's so great i wanted it to be very successful so they'll make another they'll keep making seasons of it so then we can be on it <laughs> that's my <laughs> there goal you go. there very you selfish go. motivation exactly that's why i want star trek discovery to succeed that's why yeah. i want seth mcfarland's um uh, orville oh yeah yeah, to yeah, succeed yeah because i want to be on all of these shows yeah. so if they keep Making them, then, you know, mm-hmm. I can finally kind of step them up my game and be like, oh, okay, I'm ready to audition. Well, it's funny because when I first came into the acting world out here in Los Angeles, like the saying was that everybody has done Star Trek because um, it, it, they needed so many extras and so many people on the show that they kind of cycled people through it. Um, I think it was particularly like Next Generation and then mm-hmm. into uh, DS9 and Voyager. And so uh, I want Star Trek to keep going because I want that to be the truth again. <laughs> Even exactly. if I just had like a walk on like extra role. I'm like, yeah, cool. I could be that random ensign that just gets shot on the yeah. first scene. Put me in full Klingon makeup. I don't care. I'm OK with it all. Well, and, uh, you know, uh, you'll have a portfolio piece, you know, because you're in Bajoran makeup already. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. I'll just like, oh, look, look how, look how easily my nose conforms to <laughs> makeup. I feel it's like, like different bumps on your forehead nerve. and you can be any alien in the in the spectrum. Of hearts across the galaxy. 
very much for joining us for this evening's episode yeah. of the event horizon we know you're uh you're about to get ready for your live appearance on uh geek and sundry this evening mm-hmm. and we're very glad that you you decided to take an hour out and and spend the time with us oh, yeah. our pleasure thank you so much for having us yeah. we're the same person yeah, we just say fine. whatever we say. <laughs> <laughs> who's got the brain cell yeah the- yeah <laughs> Yep, just the one brain so cell. Happens, is- happens every interview. We just start answering the same answer, and we're just like, get out of my head. Yeah, well, if people are interested in finding out more about us, like every all social media and everything is at Library, library Bards. Bards. It's like library cards. But, but with a B. <laughs> you are listening to Xander Generate and Bonnie Gordon, the Library Bards. This is the Event Horizon on Krypton Radio. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. I'm your other host, Susan Fox. And we thank you for joining us. You have been listening to episode 175 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for July 28, 2017, with special guests Xander Genere and Bonnie Gordon, the singing duo known to the geeking world as the Library Bards. Your hosts have been Susan Fox and Gene Turnbow. This episode will air again on July 29, 2017 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and two more times on the following Thursday and Saturday mornings at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern. Once all the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others on iTunes, Stitcher, and on our own website at kryptonradio.com as podcasts. Krypton Radio is nerd-supported geek culture radio, and while we do get some of our money from advertising, the vast majority of it comes from listeners just like you. If you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Event Horizon, please visit patreon.com slash kryptonradio and agree to donate $5 a month. It will help keep your favorite radio station and shows like this one on the air and thriving. If you are an artist, writer, actor, or other creator and you would like to appear as a guest on The Event Horizon, please contact our production manager, Kat Carter, at catcarter at kryptonradio.com. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was played by science fiction illustrator Mark Schirmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by science fiction grandmaster Larry Niven. This program... Is copyright 2017 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon on Krypton Radio. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>